Bhavatu Sahano Punatu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavati Tamastamavit Vishavahai Om Shanti 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 So, um, you know, you're joining us for the first time. Um, we're just in the, the middle of a book called the Vedanta Treatise, and uh, it explores life and us, the human being. Um, you've joined us in the middle of a book, so you may seem a bit abstract, but don't worry about it. Take whatever you can get out of it, and um, you'll, 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 you'll be able to, uh, uh, in, as you go in the classes, you'll be able to uh, get more, um, more detail on it. Um, you can always ask questions. Yeah. So um, it may seem abstract, but don't worry about it. So today's uh, class, we got we are in chapter eleven, the states of consciousness. Now, some of us have covered this um, in a basic form. So today, we're going into more depth um, on this particular topic. Waking, dream, and deep sleep. It's really important that we understand and realize that there are three states of consciousness that we all go through. The waking state of consciousness, the dream state of consciousness, and deep sleep state of consciousness. All our lives, we are going through these three states. We never wonder what's going on. We never analyze or think about these three states. So today we're going to explore these three states. We spend a third of our lifetime in bed. We don't know what's going on, what we're doing. Yes, we, we went to sleep and we woke up. That's, that's the most of it. So today we're going to go into more detail about it. So, uh, Ravi, you're going to read. So whoever's got the book, please follow. And it's the first uh, topic, Waking, Dream, and Deep Sleep. Life is a continuous cycle of three states of consciousness. The waking, dream, and deep sleep. Every human being goes through these states. At one time you are awake, you take the form of the waker. The waker experiences the waking world. The waking world consists of things and beings, emotions and thoughts appearing in the waking state of consciousness. The waking world exists only for the waker and not for the dreamer or deep sleeper. The entire waking world disappears no sooner than you leave the waking state of consciousness. So what it's saying is that the waking state of consciousness is when you're awake. We assume the state of the waker. We experience the waking world. So right now, we are all the waker, I hope. And we're all experiencing the waking world. Yeah, it's quite straightforward. 
Every human goes through these three states of consciousness, waking, dream, and deep sleep. This is a constant sequence. Each state is different from the other two states. This, the waking world, is available only to the waker. So you're the waker experiencing the waking world. You have your family, your house, your car, your job, all your possessions. You have your emotions, your thoughts, your physical body. We're all in the waking state of consciousness. It's easy to identify with this state because we're in it now. Yeah, everyone clear with that? We're going to take it as slowly as we can so everyone is follows. So right now we're the waker experiencing the waking world. And this is the first state. Really. When you leave the waking state, you enter the dream or deep sleep. In the dream state, you take the form of the dreamer. The dreamer experiences the dream world. The dream world consists of things and beings, emotions and thoughts appearing in the dream state. The dream world is totally different from the waking world. It exists only for the dreamer and not for the waker or deep sleeper. The dream world too disappears no sooner than you leave the dream state of consciousness. So what's he saying? Tonight we go to bed. We can be either in the dream state or deep sleep state. When we are dreaming in the dream state, we become the dreamer. The dreamer is experiencing the dream world, which is totally different from this, the waking world. The dream state is available only to the dreamer. So in the dream world, we are a completely different person. We have a different family, different job, different friends, different emotions, different thoughts. The only thing we don't have is the use of our physical body. It's a completely different state. Everyone agree? Megna, you're a bit surprised? You got a different family last night in the dream, dream state, Megna. Today, now you're in the waking state, you have to deal with your mom and dad. Is that quite clear? Yeah, great. So what happens after the dream state? Let's find out. In the deep sleep state of consciousness, you take the form of the deep sleeper. The deep sleeper experiences sleep without dream. A blackness, I'm sorry, a blankness, nothingness. That experience exists only for the deep sleeper and not for the waker or dreamer. It also disappears when you leave the deep sleep state of consciousness. So you've been through the waking state, the dream state, and now you're in the deep sleep state. 
The deep sleep state, what is that? That is a state where there is no dreams. You become the deep sleeper when you experience sleep without the dream. That's all it is, sleep without the dream. When you assume the position of the deep sleeper, you experience nothingness, blank, zero. There are no thoughts, no emotions. See, when you wake up from after a good sleep, you say, I had a nice sleep. Why? No thoughts, no emotions, no agitations. In the dream state, you have agitations because you have thoughts and emotions. But in deep sleep, it doesn't exist. That's why you wake up refreshed. The mind has had no agitations. It's relaxed. So those are the three states of consciousness we go through. What we don't understand is that the same personality is going through these three experiences. At this moment, what we're experiencing is the waking world. Another time tonight, the experience is dream world, then the deep sleep state, the same us. Now, each state is only available, available to that state of consciousness. I'll explain. So the same us, we become the waker, experiencing the waking world. The same us, we become the dreamer, experiencing the dream world. And another time, the same us becomes the deep sleeper, experiencing nothing. When we are in this state right now, in the waking world, we swear we are this and nothing else. Last night dream is just an experience of the waker. We give no importance to the dream, correct? When you wake up, whatever you dreamt, you don't give it any importance. We only give importance to this, the waking world and nothing else. Correct? We all agree, we're all on the same page. This really makes you think this topic. So tonight we become the dreamer. We enter the state of the dream world. We swear by the dream. We reject anything other than the dream. See, the dreamer has no, no understanding of the waking world. He doesn't know the waking world exists in the dream world. In the waking state right now, you could be very rich living here in the UK. Then in the dream, you can imagine you're a pauper living in the streets in Africa, starving, suffering. All the money in your wallet lying next to you on the bedside table cannot help you, your pain and suffering. Where? In the dream. You can't even buy a sandwich in the dream with the money you've got. It's not possible. Or you can have all the money in the dream. You just won the Euro Millions lottery. Where? In the dream. But it can't help you to pay a single bill in the waking world. That's why different states completely, different worlds, different personality between the, in the two states. Last night, you may have dreamt you were a scientist. You just found a cure for COVID-19, but now it has no meaning in the waking state. Super. 
You can only give the vaccination to all the dream world that you've created. No good in the waking world. I'm just trying to give you some idea of the differences so you have a better idea. You're with me. So that's the waking world, the dream world. Now, what happens in the deep sleep? Let's explore that. Ravi. Your life revolves around the above three states of consciousness. The personalities of the waker, dreamer, and deep sleeper, and the distinct worlds. These are conditioned states. The pure consciousness conditioned by the causal body becomes the deep sleeper. Likewise, the consciousness conditioned by the subtle and gross bodies becomes the dreamer and waker respectively. Hence, the waker, dreamer and deep sleeper are conditioned consciousness. You know yourself only as a waker, dreamer, or deep sleeper, but you know not you are the unconditioned consciousness, the substratum of the free experiences, and that your real self is the unconditioned consciousness and not these three conditioned personalities that you believe yourself to be. So these three states we're going through, waking, dream, and deep sleep, states are said to be conditioned states. The condition meaning not your original state. You know, we, we said a human being is made up of Atman, the pure consciousness, the spirit within us, the body, the mind and the intellect. That's the basics of this uh, philosophy. Atman, Brahman, pure consciousness, physical body, mind, intellect, and vastness, desires. That is our basic makeup. So what they're saying is, all these three states are conditioned states. Pure consciousness, Atman, that is within you, conditioned by the causal body in the deep sleep state. Remember we covered a couple of classes ago, we had that diagram, it said causal body, then it, then it had the subtle body, and then it had the gross body. Remember that diagram? We said the causal body is where your vasanas are, your desires. Then you got your subtle body, which is your mind and intellect. And then the gross body, which is the physical body. In the causal body, there is only vasanas, your desires. Then subtle body, where there is emotions, thoughts, mind and intellect. And the gross body, where you have the physical body. Those are the three different bodies, remember? Yeah. So what they're saying is Atman, your pure consciousness, conditioned by the subtle body, is the dream state. Atman, conditioned by the gross body, is the waking state. Atman conditioned by vasanas is your causal body. 
So causal body, subtle body, gross body. Causal body, deep sleep. Subtle body, dreamer. Gross body, waker. So we only identify one particular state, either the waker, dreamer, or deep sleeper. We never identify with the Atman, the unconditioned consciousness, the self, our true personality. Now, if there's any clarification here, please ask. I'll give you another example. It's like we have been drinking Coke, Fanta, and Sprite all our lives, and we don't know that it's actually water conditioned by a flavor. We have never tasted pure water. That is pure consciousness. But all through our life, we're going through the waking, dream, and deep sleep state. Only those three states we've never identified with our pure consciousness. Are there any clarifications in that particular paragraph? Because it's uh, not easy to understand. Yeah, make now. Is your pure consciousness in your deep when you're in deep sleep? Good question. Pure, is in the pure consciousness in deep sleep. In deep, we're going to cover that in the, in fact, you're going to be reading that bit. So um, in deep sleep, you have your vasanas. Unmanifest vasanas. So causal body, that's deep sleep. So you don't have your mind, you don't have your intellect, you don't have your gross body in deep sleep, do we? All you have is your vasanas. Unmanifest vasanas, your unmanifest desires. It'll be more clearer as we get through this particular topic. So pure consciousness is the foundation of all three states. So in deep sleep, you have your vasanas, causal body. Is that okay? Is that clear, Magna? Yeah. She's got one more question. You got another question, did you say? Okay. Any other? Yeah, Shilavan. Yeah, so you know, I was uh, reading it that when it says unconditional consci consciousness, that is your pure self and your Atman. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. So we are that. Yeah. If we want to. So can we become that? Yeah, this is what we're exactly what we're learning to do. Yeah, but right now we are only going through these three states in consciousness. Okay. Yep. We're not familiar with that state. We're not familiar yep. with the pure consciousness. You've been drinking. Okay. You've been drinking Sprite, Coke, and Fanta all your life. You've never tasted pure water. Yeah. That analogy helps you understand. It a little better. Yeah. So similarly, you've been going through these three states, waking, dream, deep sleep, since the day you've been born. You're not familiar with that pure consciousness. We're living our life conditioned. Yeah. Is that clear? Yeah. Okay, good. Any, I don't know when. 
You got your mic on. Did you have a question? No, all good. Thank you. I'm listening. Okay. Ready? The causal body consists of asanas, the seed which causes the individual personality, hence called so the causal body. The causal body manifests first as the subtle body. The subtle body comprises thought, emotion, desire. It further manifests as the gross body which perceives and acts. The structure and behavior of the gross body will depend on the nature of the subtle body, which in turn will depend upon the quality of the causal body. If the causal body is likened to a seed, the subtle body would be the sapling and the gross body the tree. So what's this saying? I mean, uh, terminology-wise, it may sound complicated, but it's quite simple. The causal body, we said, is in deep sleep, is where your vasanas are. And we all manifest from the vasanas. Our individual personality comes from our vasanas. We know vasanas, you can say desires. We're all born with a bunch of desires. And throughout life, this is what we're trying to do, exhaust our desires. We're going from one desire to another. And we're born with those desires. So it's your desires, your vasanas, that make up your personality in this life. So the causal body is like a seed, your personality. This then manifests into the subtle body, which is made up of thoughts and emotions and desires. In your mind, thoughts, emotions, and desires. This then further manifests into the gross body, which then perceives an act. So when you're acting now, you're acting based on your vasanas, which has then manifest into desires, thoughts, emotions in the mind and intellect. And now you're acting on that. So then the body acts. So the gross body's behavior, your behavior, will all depend on the nature of your Vasanas, nature of your subtle and causal body, meaning mind and desires, your intellect. Hence, we say we are what our vasanas are. We are made up of our vasanas. When we're born, we're born with certain vasanas, certain traits. And this is whole life, we're going through that trait. So all our life, we're going through these three conditioned states of consciousness. We're doing nothing to find out about our real personality in any of these three states. We're happy, we're content. Going through life, three states, waking, dream, deep sleep, waking, dream, deep sleep. We never investigate who actually we are. What's our real personality? This is exactly what we're trying to do in this class. Ravi. In deep sleep, you are unconscious of everything. The deep sleeper knows nothing. 
The waking and dream worlds do not exist for him. He is steeped in ignorance. People dismiss that state as emptiness, nothingness. Few have cared to study it thoroughly. Psychiatrists, even some philosophers, have paid little attention to this vital state of life. Vedanta bids you examine the deep sleep state closely. The nothingness is your seed body. Out of this seed emerges the dreamer and waker and their respective worlds. This nothingness is the cause of the particular individual emerging out of it. A philosopher goes to sleep and wakes up as philosopher. A mathematician sleeps and wakes up as a mathematician. So does a musician as a musician. Thus, if everyone wakes up as oneself, there has to be a continuity of the person during the period of sleep. If a musician goes to sleep and wakes up as a musician, then his personality must necessarily exist in sleep in its unmanifest form. So does your individuality exist in the seed form while you are asleep. Thus, out of your seed, a seeming nothing arises your personality, and out of countless seeds, a vast nothingness. Spring forth countless individuals. In fact, the whole world arises from that seeming void, emptiness, nothingness. Hence, the Bible states, God created the world out of nothing. So what's this deep sleep state? In deep sleep, you're ignorant of the other two states. We don't take any notice of this state. We dismiss it. We dismiss the deep sleep state completely. Do you ever think about deep sleep? We don't, do we? Most we think about is our dream. Even that disappears after a few minutes when you wake up. But this state actually contains our seed body, our unmanifest vasnas, the core of our personality. It's from this seed body, deep sleep state, the other two states, the dream and the waking state, come from. See, if you think about it, in deep sleep state, there has to be some continuation, it's saying. Because when you go to sleep and you wake up, you're the same person, the same personality. If you're a baker, when you go to sleep, you wake up as a baker. So there has to be something there. If you're a teacher, you, when you go to sleep, you wake up as a teacher. So we can say that in the deep sleep state, our individuality exists but in the unmanifest form. Our personality is still there, even if it is hidden, dormant. So it is from the nothingness, the seed that is dormant, that your personality arises. This is what it's saying. 
So all beings, all individuals in the world are created from many seeds, from the vast nothingness. So is the whole world. That's why in the Bible it states, God created the world out of nothing. This is what it means. So deep sleep state, nothingness, zero. But that is where your vasanas are. They're unmanifest, meaning there's no thoughts, there's no emotions, no desires. They're still there, but they're not manifest. They're dormant, lying there, waiting for you to wake up. Once they wake up, they emerge again. Rajesh, does that make sense? You really have to think about the, this particular topic. You, you can't get it in one go. But whatever you get out of it, it's more than what um, you knew from in the beginning. So don't worry about it too much. Any clarifications? Yeah, still has a question. No, I'm just thinking of the analogy with the seed, yeah. the plant, and then the tree. Mm -hmm. So in the deep sleep state, the seed is there. Yeah. But it hasn't been to anything. Yeah. Um, so therefore, it still exists. The, if we're thinking of what the seed represents, it represents the, the plant within that's present. Mm -hmm. And it's in the waking state. And The example is there. I'll, I'll explain. Okay. So what she's talking about is in uh, paragraph uh, just five, just to give you a more clarification. The causal body is likened to a seed. The subtle body would be the sapling and the gross body the tree. So if you have a seed that hasn't grown, that's the causal body. That is deep sleep. Your seed, your personality is dormant. So in the subtle body where the mind and intellect is there in dream, it could be a sapling, little plant. And in the gross body, it'll be the tree, the tree representing the physical body. So that's just to clarify that a little bit more. So this is where we actually come from, the deep sleep state. That's our personality, dormant. It only emerges in the dream and in the waking world. So this makes sense? Good. Okay. Why don't we all, no, no one else knows about this in the Western world? Why doesn't the Western world know anything about this Western philosophy? Any idea? It's not discussed in the Western philosophy. They're looking outwards, are they not? It's, they're not dealing, yeah, they're not looking inwards. Okay, let's find out. Megna. The philosophy of the West. 
Yeah. The philosophy of the West is drawn primarily from the waking state. It takes little notice of the experience of the dream state and practically ignores the deep sleep state. The Western philosophers base their investigations and discoveries on the experience gained in the waking state. They try to solve the mystery of the universe using that alone. The data they work with then is inadequate. With improper data, one cannot draw proper conclusions. Vedanta takes up all the data, the gross, subtle and causal bodies, the three states of consciousness and the three worlds of the waking, dreaming, dream and deep sleep. It deals with all the necessary material available to reach the absolute reality, the state of pure consciousness. So he's saying in the Western world, most of their philosophy only comes from the experience of the waking world, the waker and the waking world. They don't consider the other two states, the dream state and deep sleep state. So all their research of the universe, the human being, is based on incomplete data. This is what they're saying. You see, you think about it, when these great sages, they approach it differently. They look within, they sat in a cave meditating and the meditation allowed them to look within, explored what's happening inside. What are these reactions happening inside me? When I'm dreaming what's happening, when I'm sleeping what's happening, when I'm waking what's happening. And they took all that data and then they presented this knowledge. They went inwards. In the Western society, they all went outwards. So that's the difference. Vedanta takes information from all three states of consciousness and the three bodies and the three worlds to come to the conclusion of the absolute reality, the state of pure consciousness, Brahman, and shows you how to reach that state. See, this uh, fourth state, self-realization, it only appears in uh, uh, um, philosophy, the um, Eastern philosophy. Jesus tried to explain that God is within. Yeah? But they, don't, they didn't understand. It's only from the Eastern philosophy that the self, the philosophy of the self is there. Because only in the East, these sages went within to have a look what's going on inside. So the data is incomplete in the Western philosophy. This is what it's saying. And that's why this knowledge isn't available in the Western philosophy. So we're very fortunate actually that we have that heritage, that Eastern heritage, our ancestors. Any clarifications? Any disagreements?
you should you should feel privileged actually that you're able to uh, come across this Eastern philosophy. Most people don't come across this, or they dismiss it. Migna. The consciousness in its absolute state is homogeneous, one and one alone. That is unknown to you. It assumes three known forms, the waking, dream, and deep sleep states. It functions through the gross, subtle, and causal bodies to forge the waker, dreamer, and deep sleeper. They are distinct and different from one another. The consciousness of the waking state thus becomes the waker. The waker pronounces the waking world to be substantial, real, set in order by its laws and regulations. The waker disregards the other two states, negates the dreamer and the, deem, and the dream world as insubstantial, a mere illusion. An athlete of the waking state may dream as an invalid, a cripple. He dismisses his dream experience as insignificant, meaningless. His verdict of the waking state is clear and pathetic to him. Saying pure consciousness is one and only one. We said there's only one God. Brahman, we call God. You can call it anything. Allah, Father in heaven, Brahman, whatever name. But there's only one, it's saying. And it's unknown to us. We have no awareness of the pure consciousness. We only know the three forms that it assumes. The waking, dream, and deep sleep states. That's all we know. Each state is different from the other. And each state, waker, dreamer, and deep sleeper, believes only their state to be real and dismiss the other two states as unreal. Say, right now you're a waker. You dismiss the deep sleep state and the dream state. You, you say it's unreal. Isn't it? In the dream world, you will say there's no other world but this dream world. You have no knowledge of any other states. So each state is real only to that individual, that personality. But the whole idea is that we're trying to find out who we really are. We're not concerned about the waker, dreamer, deep sleeper. We want to know who is this person that's experiencing these, the unconditioned state. This is our role. Nilam, you with me? Good. Okay, can you read the next two paragraphs? Yeah. Okay, one moment, silla has got a question. So the unconditioned state, can that only be reached in the waking state? I'm assuming. Yeah. It's only in the waking state that we can become aware mm. and, mm -hmm. and strive towards. Yeah. She's asking, um, can you only be aware of the waking, uh, the pure unconsciousness from the waking state? And the answer is yes. Only from the waking state can you get to the pure unconsciousness. 
yeah. as you're saying that so so in order to become at the moment we're conditioned yeah even this waking state is conditioned yeah and our whole aim is to become unconditioned yeah so my question is it's only in the waking state that we can strive to become unconditioned yeah only in the waking state you can strive put in effort to become unconditioned that's the question is it only from the waking state we can achieve this and the answer is yes unless you come across this knowledge in the stream state and there's another teacher there teaching you in the dream state maybe i'm not sure but <laughs> you may have another teacher there but no only in the waking state if you say in the waking state, is that then the practice of being a waker and cross, but practicing meditation to, was meditation a path to take you to that unconscious state? So let's not worry about how we get to that state right now. Okay. Let's just work with the three states that we're in and try and understand these three states that we're going through. We're jumping the gun. Yeah. Because until we understand what we're experiencing throughout our life, only then we can... By the end of this topic, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Unless we understand what we're doing right now, what we're going through, what we're experiencing, who we are, what we're made up of, we can't think of that fourth state. It'll be abstract, that's what I mean. Yeah. Everybody okay with that? Okay, so Megna, can you read the next two paragraphs, please? Likewise, the consciousness of the dream state, the dreamer swears by the dream world. The dreamer is equally emphatic, assertive that the dream world is substantial, real, set in its own laws. A dreamer may be an Olympic runner in the dream, though in the waking state, he could be bedridden with a terminal disease. The dreamer also dismisses the waking state as insignificant and meaningless. His verdict of the dream state is clear, emphatic to him. Again, the consciousness of the sleeping state, the deep sleeper experiences nothingness and is blissfully ignorant of the waking and dream states. All that is gained or lost in these two states is of no significance, no value to the deep sleeper. He is steeped in ignorance. So in each state, in each world, that state is real to the person experiencing that world. In the waking state right now, you could be preparing for the London Marathon. But tonight, when you go to sleep, you could be in a wheelchair. You tell the, a person, if, if someone tells you in the dream, actually, what are you doing in a wheelchair? You're actually uh, preparing for London Marathon. You'll be saying, what are you talking about? I've been in this wheelchair for 10 years. How can I, I can't even walk. How can I run in the dream world? Two different states completely. You'll say, you're mad. Here's my doctor's report. I cannot walk. And you're saying I'm running? Ridiculous. Two different states, two different personalities. So which one are you, the person in the wheelchair or the person training for the marathon? 
you'll say, I'm the one who is training for the marathon. Why? Why would you say that? Tamash? Because you're the dreamer in the dream state. No, I was saying you're training for the marathon in the waking state right now. So I say, who are you? The person in the wheelchair in the dream or the person training for the London Marathon? Which one are you? The waking state, so the normal person. The person training for the marathon? Yeah. Why is it that you're saying that? Because that's the state you're in. That's the state that, you're in. You're the waker right now. So you only believe this state to be real. So, but if you ask the dreamer, he'll say, I'm in a wheelchair. What are you talking about? This is who I am because he's in the dream state. And he's right. In that world, he is the person in the wheelchair. He has no idea of this waking state. See, there's a big difference between the three states. But we dismiss it because it's only in the waking state we, we, we look at these things. And we only believe our state to be real. That's why we dismiss the other two states. We don't give it any importance. Everyone clear? As you can be. Okay. Megna, can you read the next two paragraphs? Now, the question arises as to what is real, the waking, the waking or the dream or the deep sleep state. Reality is defined as that which existed in the past, which exists in the present and will exist in the future. Mm that which persists eternally is said to be real. Conversely, that which exists for a period of time and not before or after that period is considered unreal, false. Apply this definition to the above three states, then none of them stands the test of reality. The waker and the waking world exists as long as the waking state of consciousness lasts. No sooner than you leave the waking state to enter either the dream or deep, or either the dream or deep sleep. The waker and the waking world disappear. They exist only during the waking period, not before or after. The waker and the waking world are of no significance no value to the dreamer and the deep sleeper. The waking state does not exist for them. They dismiss it as meaningless with no pith or substance to in it. Hence the waker and waking world cannot be real. It is false. Can you carry on please? Yeah. Apply the same test to the dream and deep sleep states. The dreamer and the dream world, the deep sleeper and his world, both fail the test of reality. Each of them exists only during the period of its state of consciousness, not before and after. <coughs> Hence, the waker 
dreamer and deep sleeper, and their three worlds are said to be false. But the consciousness exists in the waking, dream and deep sleep states and beyond as well. That is your supreme self appearing through the media of the gross, subtle and causal bodies. When all the three bodies drop off, the consciousness remains in its immaculate state. The consciousness exists in all periods of time, stands the test of reality. And that is yourself within. You discover it in the core of your personality. So you're saying, which one is real? Which of these three states is real? So you're saying the definition of reality is what exists in the past, present and future. That which exists forever. That is the definition of reality. If you look in the dictionary, that's the definition of reality. What existed in the past exists now in the present, exists in the future. That is real. So he's saying none of these three states fulfill this definition of reality since they're only present in that particular state of consciousness. The waking world is only available to you in the waking state. Dream world in the dream state, deep sleep world in the deep sleep state. When the waker goes to sleep, the waking world does not exist. When the dreamer goes into deep sleep, the dream world does not exist. They're saying all three states are regarded as unreal. Only the consciousness exists in all three states and beyond. This is the supreme self. It stands the test of reality and is the core of our personality, the self. So what Vedanta is saying is, you are none of them. You're not this waker, you're not this dreamer, you're not this deep sleeper, you are the self. Find the self, it's your life's mission. This is what it's saying. So if you understand this, it makes your world go upside down. But we can stay in ignorance and carry on and think this is too difficult, forget about it. Our life's mission is to find out, at least find out. See, a person who is unconditioned, who has found the self, people who wrote, the sages who wrote the Upanishads, they are saying this to us. They are selling this to us. But we are all conditioned, so we don't understand. They're talking like a foreign language to us. It's like, it's like you're telling a drunkard, someone conditioned by alcohol, come on, get out of this conditioning. They say, yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? I'm not drunk. He believes he's okay. He's leaning against the lamppost, he can't stand properly. I'm all right. I'm not drunk. Similarly, it's like we're all drunk and these sages from the Upanishads are telling us, guys, uncondition yourself. You don't know what you're, what you're doing. So all the free states that we go through throughout our lives are conditioned. 
That's why we don't understand what these great masters are saying. To us, we find it difficult to understand this knowledge. It's like we're always drunk. It's not your fault. It's not, it's no one's fault. It's not easy to get out of this conditioning. A person reading the Upanishads from a conditioned state. So if I give you the Upanishads now, and in this conditioning state, you read it, it'll, it'll, to you, it'll, it'll be like a ramblings of a madman. What's this guy talking about? I don't understand the word he's saying. Because you're reading from a conditioned state. Ganesh, makes sense? So why is it? Why is that? Why do we feel like this? Why do we find it difficult? It's because we can't let go of what we have right now. That's why. You can't let go. Yeah, you're, 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 very, you're nearly there. You're nearly there. Why is it? The desires. Desires. That's why all spirituality says reduce your desires. God plus desires equals a human being. Human minus desires equals God. Problem is all three states have a relative reality. It feels real to us. This is the problem. If you're bitten by a snake in the dream, you feel the pain. It feels real in the dream. So only when you wake up, you say, what snake? But to the dreamer, it was real. Right now, as Shilabin said, everything in the world is real to you. Everything that is happening is real. You get affected by everything that happens to you. When you get into dream, none of this is real. To the dreamer, nothing happens here is real. So all three states feel real because they have a relative reality. The waker and the waking world feels real to the waker. And the dreamer and the dream world feels real to the dreamer. See, the reality in the waking world is much more than the dream world. That's why the biggest problem is we think the waking world is the only real state. It's more real than the dream, relatively. But they're saying that the all three states are unreal. It doesn't stand the definition of reality. This is what it's saying. But because we're in it and conditioned, we, we don't understand that. Megna. The waker goes through the waking state of consciousness as a particular person and declares, I am that person. Likewise, the dreamer goes through the dream state of consciousness as a different person and declares, I am this person. 
so does the deeper the deep sleeper claim his experience of sleep the eye pervades the waking state the same eye persists in the dream state and does so in the deep sleep state the eye is the common factor in the three states of consciousness the substratum of all experiences it is your supreme self the pure consciousness the absolute reality so he's saying we refer to the term i in all experiences i am the waker i am a woman i am a man i am a teacher i'm a philosopher in the dream world you say i am the dreamer in the dream world in the deep sleep state you say i am the deep sleeper the i is the common factor in all these three states this i is the supreme self pure consciousness the absolute reality so we use this term i without knowing the meaning of it everyone says i am this i am that i am short i am tall the i is the pure consciousness when you say i am tall you're conditioning the i when you say i am the teacher you're conditioning the i when you say i am the waker you're conditioning the i i am the dreamer you're conditioning the i the i is the pure consciousness so if you find out what this i is that's it you got it find out what this i that you refer to every day find out what this i is you use it so loosely without understanding the meaning of the word i the letter i the i is the common factor in all these three states this i is the supreme self pure consciousness the absolute reality so beyond the three states lies the real you the unconditioned self so we need to find this out so we're so involved in the world business education name fame family we can't see beyond these things we get involved so these spiritual books written by saints who have become self-realized unconditioned are supposed to wake us up from this conditioned states to be able to see beyond these three states this is what all these spiritual books are supposed to teach us maybe one person will get it they'll say thousand read it one person might find out what this i is it's like you're dreaming someone is chasing you you're sweating you hide in a dark corner maybe they can't find me and your wife gives you a shove say hey it's 7:30 wake up aren't you going to work today same thing the difference is there you are just going from one conditioning to another here you're going to a completely unconditioned state it's the same thing just as you wake up from a dream to the waking world you wake up from the waking world into the fourth state once you get there none of these three states matter to you so it is a very important chapter this because if you get your head around this chapter it gives you some idea of what is the unconditioned state 
the fourth state, which is the next topic. So this three states, if you understand and get your head around it, that it's unreal, as it says there, then it'll give you an idea of what the reality is. So it's just to get you to think about the three states. The next class, we'll be talking about the fourth state. Any clarifications? It's a lot to take in. Yeah, make now. So when we're talking about these three states, we're sort of, are we only referring to how they seem to us? Because obviously when you're in the waking state, everyone else is in the waking state. And when you go to sleep and you enter the dream state or deep sleep, then the waking world shuts off to you, but the waking world still existent to everybody else. Yeah. Um, and the same when you're going into a dream, you're in that dream state, but it's not like um, a dream platform where you sort of meet other dreamers. So it's sort of less subjective to you as your deep sleep is. But what about the, are we just thinking about how these states are to us? It's not the platform with everybody else. You're assuming these states. It's you, you who are assuming these states. Right now, even the waking world, it's you assuming this person that you are right now. No one else can be you. The pure consciousness with your vastness and your gross body is the waker now. Everyone creates their own world. Because everyone's vastness are different. Even you and your own sister have their, you have different worlds. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. I know what you're asking. Is this one, see if it's, if it's, if it's false, are you saying, is it false for everyone? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> if there's more of you think it's false in your waking state than in your dream state, it's just everyone collectively in yeah. your place compared to like a dream state. Yeah, I know what you're asking. You really need to think about it. I can't answer that question for you. You have to come to your own conclusion. Any other clarifications? By the way, that's the end of the class. So we're just taking up any questions. Anyone? Still has a question, but I'll open it up to uh, the group first. I got one question. Yeah, sure. Right. You know, when you said, you know, we are in a dreaming, right? Why right. is there some dreams you can remember as soon as you wake up, but some dreams you can't even remember what, you know, what you dream of? Yeah. So. You know what they say? See, you'll never remember all details of the dream. They say, as soon as you wake up, the dream state disappears just like how a salt doll put in the sea dissolves. This is the analogy they use. Imagine a doll this size made of salt, yeah, solid. As soon as you put it in seawater, it starts dissolving. The dream dissolves, disappears in the same way. So as soon as you wake up, you remember bits of it. Give it 20 minutes, the whole dream is gone. 
you'll remember, you may remember little tiny bits of it, but it'll just disappear. That transition state between the dream and the waking world. And some dreams you may remember a little bit longer, that's all. If they were more vivid, something dramatic happened to you, you may remember that a bit longer, but you won't remember it for days. It'll be gone before the end of the day. Any remember, anyone remember last night's dream? What about nightmares? Nightmares, because you, they're more vivid, you're more affected, as leaves a deep, deeper impression on you, that when you wake up, you remember it a bit longer. Come lunchtime, yeah? Nightmare, what nightmare? That was in a different state altogether. Is it affecting you? It's not affecting you in the way it did in the dream, does it? You, you dismiss it completely. You're in a different state. You're a different person. The nightmare for was the, for the dreamer. You're not concerned about that person. Why? Because you're not affected anymore. Is that okay? Ravi. Yeah, when when you look in life and so if you're if you are affected by your dream or your nightmares, is that because your intellect and your knowledge is not applied as much? Because some people are affected by the nightmares, they're scared to go to sleep or they're pressurized and so forth. You see, if they're recurring, the same nightmare recurring, then there's more chance that you'll remember it. But it won't affect you or agitate you throughout the day, that same nightmare in the same intensity as it did in the dream. You're a different person in a different state. And everyone goes through that. Everyone goes through a dream state. What is it? Dream state is your undigested thoughts of the day, of the waking world. Your undigested thoughts different strands of your mind making up a dream. And the foundation is your undigested thoughts. Thoughts you had in a waking world make up a dream. One fiber of your mind becomes the dreamer, the person in the dream. One fiber of the mind becomes the dream world. One fiber of the mind becomes everything in the dream. It, that's how it is. But it's real for the dreamer. So your life experience and your like maybe traumas and things. Sorry, I can't hear. Who's who's, who's talking? It's me, Brother. Okay. Um, just saying, your life experiences or traumas, like I have people, and they um, their dreams affect them, and they overtake like, and then they get with, like anxiety or whatever from their dreams, like they've been chased or whatever. Yeah, you weren't very clear, but yeah. I think I understand what you're saying. Certain traumas may affect you more in the. They are linked in some way, but they're very different states. This is what we're saying. We're not going into the details of the different affectations. Um, Shashi, you had a question. I was just going to say that, you know, you said that sometimes you forget dreams, um, but some dreams you do remember uh, for a very, very long time. And the same with some nightmares, you will remember them for a very, very long time. You don't, you don't forget them. So although they occurred in the dream state, you still remember them very well years and years and years and years on. 
in your waking state? I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, I can't remember any of my dreams. I can't remember last night's. <laughs> so I can't, I can't think of any dreams that long ago, if I'm honest with you. Um, I can't remember yeah. any dreams um, from like last night. If I dreamt anything at all, I have no idea. But certain dreams that you have during your life, you do tend to remember, and also certain nightmares. Yeah, I have a problem remembering the waking state from last week. Never mind the dream state. <laughs> <laughs> this is what all our argument. I, forgot, I told you to do that last week. No, I don't remember. Forget the dream state. I don't even want to remember the dream state. But do you get sometimes same dreams again? Possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. Hmm? Yeah. See that, um, as you said, it's undigested thoughts. You may have a desire in the waking world, which you can't fulfill. You may fulfill it in the dream. It's easier to fulfill it in the dream. Because the laws are different in the dream than in the waking world. What you're not allowed to do in the waking world, you can do in the dream world. There aren't no laws. But you will still be affected by them, by the way, in the dream world. Maybe less so. You commit murder, you'll find yourself in prison. In the dream. It still affects the dreamer. This is what we're saying. It still agitates the dreamer. Police are chasing him, he'll be sweating, or she'll be sweating in the dream. So you have a nightmare, the, the sheets are soaked. She's still affected. So what we're saying, basically the crux of it is today's class is that we all go through these three states, the conditioned states. Each three are relatively different, different personalities, different experiences, different worlds. But what we're saying is none of them are actually tested. None of them actually stand the test of reality. Only this fourth state, the pure consciousness, the unconditioned state is real. This is what they're saying. Now, it may have no meaning to us, but this is the crux of what they're saying here. This is crux, crux of all spiritual philosophy in the Eastern, uh, Eastern philosophy. This is the crux of it. But you have to think about it. Uh, someone who's a daydreamer, they're, they're in awakened state. So is that just force where their mind's just roaming as such? Yeah. They're not in the present. They, that's, yeah. that's what they Remember we said the mind wavers from the, the past and the future, never stays in the present. That, that mind is wavering more in the past than in the future. That's all. That's daydreaming. Something takes you away. Some thought. I mean, uh, it's a bit deep today, but I uh, hope you, uh, I'm glad. Uh, the fact that you stuck around was uh, in itself. Uh... I was going to just say, Andy, can we, Mina and Deepa, just have a quick five minutes at the end with you, if that's okay? Sure. Sure. Thank you.
Any other clarifications? question. So, in relation to saying that we're all conditioned states, the sages who wrote about these states wrote them in the waking state. Mm -hmm. And in, in, in the relative sense, the knowledge is only in the waking state to enable us to think about the fourth state. Mm -hmm. So that's why, would you say that's why we hold so much importance to it? Importance to what? The waking state. Because mm -hmm. if I'm striving towards something, it's only in the waking state that I can strive and work towards it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I give it so much importance. Maybe, maybe you you are giving it more importance. But in, that's in the what I mean. It boils back to the same question you asked earlier, but which is in the waking state, is the only in the waking state you can get out of this three states. So this knowledge, you only need it in the waking state. See, when the sages are when the sages become unconditioned, when the sages reach that fourth state. They're now talking to written writing this so they can help us, the, wake, the people in the waking state, to get out of it. Their own experiences. So they experience the fourth state. They experience the fourth state. And told us about how to get out of it in the exactly waking state. So the Upanishads, which is the highest philosophy, all they talk about is different sages talking about the fourth state and how to get out of it. They're even going to saying, you fools, you don't know what you're doing. You know, to that point, they take it. Get out, get out, that's what they say. Yeah, Megna. I was going to say to um, Sitaranti's point that because at the moment, right now, we're not aware of any of the other states properly, even consciousness in its own right, that because we are so gross and extrovert that the knowledge has to be given to us in that in that way because otherwise we wouldn't be able to absorb it at all so the knowledge has to be given to you in that state in a way you would understand it yeah mm -hmm. only then you can use it otherwise you can't use it mm -hmm. and then you have to put the effort in the effort is to become introverted we're attached to everything in our waking world. So to become introverted, to think beyond it is difficult. Name, fame, power, family attaches us to the world. It's, it's so powerful, that attachment. It's like a magnet. And this knowledge helps you to get out of that. But the effort you need to put in is based on how deep your desires are, how strong your desires are. Nilam, make sense? Yeah. Good. Any other last clarifications? We can take up questions on this, if you think about it, in the next few days on Wednesday evening. 
but I suggest that you put them on, post them on before, but so I can actually prepare the answer. Yeah, so it does justice to the question and um, justice to everyone joining us. Um, so if you can post the question on our group, it would be better. Yeah, so I really don't want to tackle it abstract. Yeah, is that okay? Thank you. Great. Thank you. Welcome. Have a nice Sunday.